So, Brett, how do you feel about Jamiroquai's hit single, Virtual Insanity? Still holds up. Did it? Did it ever? I think it does. The video is pretty rad. Hmm. I still wonder if, like, he did that in one take, or how many times did he like eat shit doing that video, though. I'm sure it's all CG. No, it, they used um legit. Uh, I watched like a behind the music on it. They used like legit treadmills. Really? Uh, is that the video where he's like sliding the couch and the the chair and the lamp yeah. and everything all around? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's very clearly practical effects. Not to be confused with the OK Go song with the treadmills. Maybe that's what I'm confusing it with. I thought that oh. can't be all special effects. No, those are clearly treadmills. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode 15 of Tiny Dynamite Presents Digital Deliberations. I'm Brett, this is Tom, and we are joined, like always, now with Curvels, and we are here for, like I said, episode 15 of this. Always for the second time. Always. always. No, it's like, it's like with three. He did last year's too. He used to be like, an, yeah. I want to try to make it seem like we're just going to edit him in like in the photo, like the Bernstein Bears thing. It's just like, has he been there? And everyone goes back. It's just like, he was yeah. like seven. We need some stock clips of things he would say and just insert them randomly in episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That did suck. Sound bites. <laughs> wow, that you was also, a post. <laughs> he's on fire. NBA Jam. Am I right? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Blizzard I is evil. I've still never heard that show say Bazinga. You're right, Tom. Wow still does suck. <laughs> MMOs do blow. Eh, well, that's factual. It I don't think Rebels would say that, but I would. No, but I feel like you could edit it so that way he could say that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so what's uh what's happening? Uh, I yeah, I I have I have a little bit of personal news. At least since the last time I was on the podcast, Whoa. I am idle game free. Hell and yeah, yeah, dude! Playing idle games. I like... was playing Cookie Clicker in the office on my laptop, and I was playing Leaf Blower Revolution on my desktop, and I was playing these things like nonstop all the time. Like idle games are the one other thing. Was if I told you there's a new idle game called Tap Ninja available on Steam right now? No, I'm all set. Thank you very much. But you're a ninja who also destroys enemies. Are you reducing him to crack? I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. Two two months clean. Hey, about you come over for some crack? I'm just checking to see how clean he is. It's just like going to the Sex Addicts Anonymous for looking for a date. <laughs> uh, well, I had three files that failed to validate on my Elden Ring install, so that could be the problem. Oh, that might be it. That might be it. Maybe that's yeah, why that playing... NPC isn't showing up. I was trying to put. No, no, I, I didn't oh. have anything showing up. I, I could only see bloodstains and uh, like light sources. 
and light sources. Nothing else would render. Not even oh. the HUD. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this yeah, fixes really it. I have a weird glitch going on when I'm using a Bluetooth controller and play WWE. It reverses the B button to the X button. But when I plug it into my computer, it reverts back to the normal controls. I have a similar issue with my wireless controller. I think I think that uh, Bluetooth controllers just kind of suck. Yeah. And, and I just end up plugging it in. It's, it's never actually wireless. I, I use a 8-bit uh, Doe SN30 Pro 2. I don't have these issues. I use an Xbox controller because I think the new D-pads are rad. They are pretty rad. Yeah, I do. But the D-pad. Are you telling me that WWE game has a glitch? No, but the game itself works fine when I'm not... I think it's something to do... Because it happened in one of the last WWE games also. Well, maybe it is. I think I think it's an outdated uh, X-input dr um, driver file. It's, that's what I'm thinking. If you put in uh, the Xbox 360 controller emulator, uh, you you extract that to the folder and run that. It might fix it. USB-C controller port. I was like, I was I was spending way too much time on it. Just like the seven hours when my Bluetooth headphones blew out my Bluetooth adapter this week. I was like, I should. There's just I'll just plug the headphones in or get a Bluetooth adapter. It's just one of those itches where you're just like, I need to fix this. Yeah, you, you did that, but you didn't run Linux, so I I can't help you. No. Yeah. I, don't, I have two kids. I don't have time for that shit. I don't understand the correlation between those two things, but okay. I don't know. I don't know how to do Linux. I don't know how to do the Linux thing. You get you, you get the file it gives you. You put it on a USB drive. You put the USB drive in your computer. You hit launch desktop, and then it loads the desktop, and then you see if the Bluetooth works. It's not complicated. That sounds super hard. Oh, yeah, that does sound pretty difficult. I have to go find yeah. a Bluetooth, and then I have to go find... You lost me to find the Bluetooth. I had to right-click! <laughs> I went to the Best Buy, I, I bought a doggle, all... I plugged it into a port, and it worked. Oh, yeah, dude. If it's more complicated than that, I don't want to do it. That's what they pay me for. And then, if it didn't work, I could go back to Best Buy, whine about it, and then go buy a $1,200 computer, and that probably would have resolved it. What computer are you getting for $1,200? Uh, Omen? With a... Don't buy a fucking Omen. They have like a 3080 or 3060. It does not have a fucking 3080. You keep saying I will... this, I keep telling you you're wrong. I will find it right now. And... Find it for me right now, because you're going to be wrong. That... They probably just like lie about the card that's in it, you know. When thirty eighties are selling brand new for thirteen hundred dollars, I don't think you're getting an entire computer with that video um, card inside of um, it. For $1, I live in Maine. We live in close to. I'm sorry, I didn't know there's an Nvidia manufacturing plant in Maine. Tom, it's nineteen ninety three. There's even there. a, there's <laughs> even a fucking cobalt mine right there, and they use yeah, you know, they make the parts right there in Maine. Exactly. Did you know yeah. that we're still trading yeah. based on maple syrup up here? Eh? Stephen King wrote a book about it. Stephen King, yeah, Pet Cemetery and Cobalt Lawnmower Mines, Man? Lawnmower Man. Um, we just turned 30 years old, by the way. Ouch. No. Yeah. Yeah, just no. turned 30. That makes me feel gross. Yeah. 
Ugh. I felt, really? I felt gross when I realized the uh, PS2 is over 20 years old. No. Oh, no. Yeah. No. That hurts. Yeah, that one got me. Uh, what? Yeah, so uh, what news you got, bro? Uh, what news do I have? Let's see. Um, have you heard this game called Triangle Triangle Strategy, I think it's called? Yeah, right? Yes, I have. Tell yeah, me all about it. It's this like, really cool-looking Final Fantasy tactics game, isometric, awesome-looking. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I think Tom has a little bit, right? Am I it's right? The sa- yeah, it's the same uh, group who made uh, Octopath Traveler, so it has that voxel, pixel, isometric a- 3D look to it. It's a wow. very cool-looking game. The art style of like the trees slash buildings look. You really... like Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah, yeah. It's called eight hundred thousand like... in day one. Do you like convoluted, nonsensical story that goes on for hours? Yes. Then you'll love yeah. this game. I'm assuming it also has super complicated, convoluted combat as well. I haven't seen that yet. I mean, not that that's a bad thing. That's definitely a thing for people. You know, people like that depth of combat. That... I think it's yeah, this guy levels. Like... I'm not interested. The more anime you add to your uh, strategy games, the less I'm interested. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. 1400 I found it for. $1,400. Uh-huh. List of specs. Cyber PC Game Master AMD Ryzen 5 16 gigabytes NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3060. Okay, so everything you said is not what you said it was before, and that is a garbage computer. <laughs> so, which just put or, that in the back shelf of being trash. This one is. I thought you said it. I thought the third RTX 3060 is what we we're looking for. 3080. Oh. The 3080 is what we're talking about. This happened, this happened a minute ago. Where, where have you been? I thought the 3060s were okay. No. I mean, uh. they're fine okay for a budget. Are they... They're not exactly stellar cards. So not that much of a step up if you're using like a 1080 then? No. Or 3070 would be a nice step up. Okay. 3060 not really. Then I was wrong, guys. I heard 30 and got pumped up, and Tom, I could have been home and like, look at this new computer. He'd been like, you got ripped off, and I went like, no. Well, Omens, are, is this Cyber PC, you said? These are Cyber PCs, but they are also, they had an Omen. Omens are absolute garbage. Do not buy them. What's wrong with Omens? Incredibly low uh, quality of the hardware, and it's also manufactured by a bunch of monkeys. Ah. Yeah, the case. Oh, it's I HP. Think that makes sense. Yeah. I think the HP is better than Dell being stop having a fit in terms of using shelf parts as opposed to their weird nonsensical motherboards they make. I think that's more exclusive right now. Can I help you, Bean? I think Bean wants I to be on the podcast. I just Scamp wants to be on the podcast too. He's bugging out. All right, we got we got a Bean now. What's just up, having Scamp? a fit. Okay. I don't think oh, I would yeah. buy another pre-made computer. I think I would just. I think I would keep making my next build. I don't. Oh no, Tom's gonna build my next computer. Like I should have done years ago. 
The last pre-built PC I bought was in 1999 when I got my e-machines. Uh, last pre-built I bought was my 30th birthday. Because I was dumb. So 1999? No. Oh yeah, I guess that's about right. Oh uh, yeah, it's a joke. No, it's not. I can't do math. Mine was... <laughs> eight years ago it was 1999. Smoking before a podcast makes you think that eight years ago was 1999. <laughs> okay. Uh, going backtrack. Um, but yeah, Triangle Strategy has sold 800,000 in one day, which I thought was um, kind of crazy. That's that pretty good. Yeah. It, it's a Switch exclusive, too, which is shocking. It's nice to see strategy games aren't dead, you know? Uh, I, I don't know. I prefer, like, the Fire Emblem games because they're more fast-paced, especially, like, the Game Boy Advance era of Fire Emblem where everything was very snappy, as opposed to this new one where it's all, like, wannabe persona with a dating sim aspect and all that shit in the middle of it that you do not need. What is, what is wrong with modern games? Why is it all about macking on teenagers? It's very weird. Yeah, I really don't care why my female priest likes herbal tea on Tuesdays at all. Yeah, it's not great. Could she just heal? <laughs> I, I know we're in a war, but you want to talk about your relationship issues? I just, like, I miss the old days of, like, mashing out for, like, the bunny tail in Final Fantasy so you could get, like, better pieces of Crystallis gear or getting, like, different armors or shit, but it's just, like... You're right, macking on a teenager so that way she performs better in a battle just makes me feel creepy inside, and I'd much rather have the fight be go longer. Teenagers <laughs> yeah. are child soldiers. Yeah, like... Which which one? Or if, like, you are going to lead the teenagers on, your character should be like, oh man, I, I really don't care that Susie dies, knowing that we've got, like, 15 more of those teenagers in the back ready to go, am I right? <laughs> like, Sensei... Just make it go like Ava Galleon. It's like, Sensei, I need a rest. It's just like, eh, your stats haven't dropped below yet. You, I think you could do two more battles. <sighs> Not like, let's go do 13 of these side quests so that way we can make sure that she has the perfect pearl stones for her ebony staff. It's like, no, I don't care. I will, uh, I will see if Triangle Strategy works on my Steam Deck. I have not tried that yet. I don't think I talked to an entire NPC for two years into my Stardew Valley campaign. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a gameplay like, guy. They're like, here's Hermit. There's that Hermit farmer who just comes in every Tuesday to sell his shit and leaves. Is that what they said about you? I've never played that game. No, but I there's a quest that you get in the beginning of the game that's like, go meet everybody. And I think I did it like the third season because I had nothing else to do. And I thought it was really funny. I was just like, does he live here? I don't know, he has really good vegetables. We don't visit him, though. <laughs> that game still gets updates. Yeah, you can yeah, get divorces it's, it's and stuff popular. like that, too. It's fantastic. I love that game. Rhea was really into it until she lost her save file, and then she refused to play it again. I have three save files. Four if you count it on my Switch. I have one, but I have not played it since, like, the first big patch back, what, four years ago? I have three maxed out bars. <laughs> I have a problem. Amen. I mean, is it a problem if you enjoy the time you spend playing the game? No, I totally love that game. The music's great. It looks really cute. 
It is. And it hits all those, uh, like, bright niches. Didn't he announce a new game? Mm, yes. Confused Ape or whatever his name is. One person, which is crazy. I, I listened to yeah. a um, book about the video game development of it, and after you listen to, like, the poor process that that person went through, um, it's just crazy to think of where that game has come from, from, like, listening to the book about it. You're just like, I'm glad that happened. I'm glad that you came out okay. <laughs> you know what I like? Harvest Moon. Do you know what I don't I'm like? Gonna... <laughs> Every Harvest Moon that came out in the last 20 years. Let's make a better one. Oh my god, me and you, I just remember us playing that first Harvest Moon game going, this is great, and then every time after that as kids, we'd go buy them and just being so bummed, and like we'd both look at each other and be like, do we like this? And we're like, no, we really, really don't. Like, I really liked the PS1 game. Uh, that was the only one, yeah, and maybe the Game Boy one, which was just a port, I think. The Game Boy Color? Game Boy Advance had a port of the... Yeah, it was Game Boy Advance, I think. That was a port of the PlayStation 1 game. And then they re-released that one again, but you can play as a, a girl instead yep. of a guy. And then they, they remade that, and they released it on Steam, and I think it's also on the Switch. So that was... I think they remade it two or three times. That one was done a few, a few times one. over. It's clearly the one everybody likes, because the ones later were so fucking slow. So weird. It was like that... Um other game that came out after Stardew Valley that everyone tried to give a shot that was on um Port Port Portia? Yeah, yeah, my my time in Port Portadia and my friend played a ton of it. He's just like I'm like fifty hours in, what do you think? He's like it's garbage and I don't know why I'm here. I'm like, okay. Oh no. <laughs> He's like it's just so bad. I played a game called Graveyard Keeper where Mm. You you manage like a, a graveyard and the church around it, and there's like a little dungeon, and it's kind of like Stardew Valley, but not. That looked cute. I yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. I got some DLC for it too. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that I thought was really good. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, no, We're that was a it really cute little game. Um, I'm not gonna edit uh, it out. Yeah, no, don't, don't. I think you should keep it. Yeah, I'm addicted to seltzer, so like it happens sometimes. On uh, you too, Bree. If Bree has anything that's covered in, she'll go on a hit. Yeah, the dude, page. Lacroix, Polar, Ruins like you name it. Every brand of seltzer, man. When I found out Mountain Dew made zero, I just quit like regular soda, cold turkey, and I'm just like, yeah, I can drink one or two of these a day the the new pink one the pink lemonade one looks really good i want to try it but i only ever see it in the big cases i just want to buy like a single one i have four (laughs) cases already in my apartment i tried that uh that coke starlight you guys try that i heard it tastes like gross no it's it's not bad it's like a milder coke i guess it doesn't have like as much bite but it's still very sweet doesn't it okay. have like not carbon in it? It has like a different kind of gas. Oh, maybe. I don't know anything about it. I just saw it in the store and I get. I, I got the uh, the regular version and the zero version, and the zero version's not great. I heard the that was the thing. Good. I heard that was the thing that made it special. Was that it had like a different kind of like that it wasn't sense. carbonated. It was like ni- nitrin nitrogen infused or something. Interesting. It's listed on the bottle as uh, space flavored. 
Yeah, I was gonna buy yeah. it until Katie's friend told me it tasted like burnt corn chips, and then I decided I didn't want it anymore. I've heard a lot of people give flavor analysis of it. I don't agree with any of them. I don't think okay. it tastes like. I don't think it tastes like uh, graham crackers or any of that graham stuff. Crackers? Someone said it tastes people, like graham crackers. Yeah, people said graham crackers. And I, I did not agree with that one. That's weird. Yeah. See, the, my problem is whenever they launch these special edition sodas, they are only usually sold in like the big bulk cases. And you like buy it and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but I'm excited to try it. And then you get I, like three cans and you're like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> yep. I only saw the Starlight in like those little grenade cans, you know, like the smaller Coke cans. I didn't see them in the mm. regular 12 packs of the standard, what, 8 ounces or whatever those cans are. Okay. Yeah. And a, two, and a 20 ounce. A 12 pack was just a little bit too much to commit on. Yeah. Uh, I... Well, I have good news. Oh. It seems that triangle strategy works pretty well on the Steam Deck. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. How is your Steam Deck? Oh, my Steam Deck. This little thing here. That's some news. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it plays Elden Ring, so it's 10 out of 10, but it doesn't play Stranger of Paradise, so it's 0 out of 10. Oh no! I've revised my review. <laughs> Here's a question for you. You're saying you're getting uh, Elden Ring rendering issues. Is that on your Steam Deck or is that on your PC? Or on my both? desktop. And I was thinking because I haven't played it on my desktop since I played it on my uh, Steam Deck that it might be some kind of file synchronization that fucked up. Uh huh. I, I did the, the Steam check file integrity, and it did say three files were bad, so maybe it was just a corruption issue, but I don't know. It'll be a pain in the ass if I keep switching back and forth, and i got to do it every time. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, yeah. I so hope we'll find not out. the case. Yeah, for sure, bro, for sure. For sure. Uh, let's see. What else is going on in the world? Um, let's see. There's a Pokemon. <laughs> do we want to go with that, or do we want to go with more uh, <laughs> yeah, tamed-in news? Yeah, gaming <laughs> let's, yeah. let's not go with the world at large <laughs> i don't want to talk about let's it let's go with some gaming world let's go on my other list uh did you know there was a... <laughs> did you hear there's a 40 dollars bundle to support ukraine on humble bundle <laughs> okay Whoa. yeah like that sounds interesting i'm I'll, I'll bite i'll bite on that did you know it sold more than two million in less than a day the more copies cool. than triangle strategy yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i guess so i guess people like um, people bundle more than people. People like helping people more than they like triangle Wii strategy. Games or Switch yeah, games. I, Switch games. There's quite a few games in here too. Um, I'm gonna read yeah, them really quick. Little... Hold on, yeah, I'm gonna go with. You can do some highlights. You don't need to go through the entire list. I'm doing the entire fucking list, Tom. Is it a hundred and something games? <laughs> I don't think so. I hope not. 123 like items. Uh, oh, is that a DLC? Yeah. Uh, Satisfactory, Back for Blood, Metro Exodus, Spyro, Max Payne 3, Sunset Overdrive, Quantum Break, Fable Anniversary, The War is Mine, PGA, 2K21, Slate Aspire, The Long Dark, Car Mechanic 2, 2018, Endless Space, Ring of Pain, Kerbal, Starbound, Pop-Up Dungeon, Exodus Viking, Star Skullgirl 2nd Edition, Gloria Victus, Wonder Song, Super Lamb, Crying Sun, Wizards of the Legend, Amnesia Rebirth, Amnesia Re uh, Descent, Amnesia Machine Pigs, Vegante, Mononko, Wargroove, Warsaw, Drawful, Super Hot. Did, did you say Vegante? Vegante? Vagine? What, what the fuck is Vigante, that? Super Hot, Dear <laughs> Esther, Broken Age, Pikanuku. Don't, don't gloss over that. What, what, what the fuck is that? 
Lust from the Beyond. If they want to know about it, they can go buy this humble bundle and donate forty. Because if you pay more than forty dollars, it all goes. You get all these games. Lust from Beyond, Amadition, Amos, Pathway, Rustler, One Twelve Operator, Nine Eleven Operator, Radio Commander, Kingdoms, of The Two Crowns, West for Dead, Tooth and Tail, System Shock, Driftlands, Magic Sword, Toe Jam and Earl, Book of Demons, Fury Unleashed, Going Under, Yuku's Quest Express, Next the Mac, uh, X Morph Defense, and a bunch of other shit. There it is. That's all. That's a really good bundle. Jesus. Well, going Under is one of those games that skipped my uh, game of the year where I'm thinking back where it definitely probably should have been on there because that game was great. There are some bangers in there. There are some games that I've I've been wanting to pick up in there. That's just that the game anniversary. This book's too. Yeah, that, that's so definitely boy. a nice bundle. Mm-hmm. The boys. Um, Aria Darkness. Uh, I mean, Darkness, the comic series from uh, yep. Dark Horse. The Humble Bundle exclusive. You got some Pathfinder, Red Sonja, the comic book. Ooh, I have a lot of those, but I don't Decent have a Red Sonja list. But, and you can say that it helped in Ukraine. I already picked up the one that was on itch.io, uh, so I'll, I'll get this one too. Yeah, that one was kind of crazy too. I don't know yeah. if that one's still going on. Uh, it probably is. I don't see why they wouldn't be doing it still. War is over. Everybody go home. <laughs> oh, if only. Yeah. I I wish. I wish. Let's see. Um, Tom Tunic came out this week. It, it seemed cute. Was it? Tunic, eh? Tunic is a game that works on my Steam Deck. What is it? Like... Tunic is a game that is very reminiscent of the game The Legend of Zelda. But not okay. really. It's one of those. It's inspired by, but not copying. It, it's it's a uh, it, exploratory. But it's in terms of combat and what you're getting and exploring the world. It's not really like Zelda, but it's just kind of reminiscent of it. So it's an isometric view. It's uh, you play as a cute little fox in a tunic that's very Link-like tunic. Uh, you have your three tool buttons. You got a roll, like a dodge like roll. A you got a lock on button. No, not Alundra. Okay. Would you say it's the Dark Souls of Legend of Zelda games? What a unique take. The only really Dark Soulsy thing it has is if you use one of the healing stations, it'll revive all the enemies, and if you die, you drop some money. You can go get your money back, like it would be like experience points in a Souls game, but it's just like thirty. 30 rupees or whatever they're called in this game. I'll tell you one thing about this game is that nothing is in English. Every so often they'll have an English word, but it's mostly this made-up language. And it's very frustrating because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Oh, weird. So, yeah, so it'll be a sign like, oh, what's the sign say? And it'll just be like, runes. Great. But the game itself, it's yeah, it's very, very cutesy, very Zelda-like in terms of Going screen to screen, exploring caves and all that stuff. I haven't gotten that far in it because it's it's very vague in what you're doing. I know I'm supposed to be hitting these big uh, bells. I think I think you're supposed to ring some bells. I've only found two of them, and I'm only finding them by just wandering around the map. But uh, the one really cool thing about it is that you will find uh, manual pages. Like they look like they're from an NES game, like Legend of Zelda has a. Do you know like the like 16 by 9 sized paper like from the pamphlets from the NES manuals. Oh yeah. 
And you're oh, finding yeah. individual pages at a time, and you'll find them. They're very well uh, designed. They look like hand-drawn art. They even have like the little, looks like little printer, little circles when you zoom in. You can see like the detail that much. Oh. So they really put a lot of detail into it. It's very, it's very cute. I haven't fell in love with it yet. I do think it's quite adorable, but the gameplay has not hooked me yet. So I will give it a bit of a go. See if I really get into it, but I have so many other things to play where it might be bumped down. But I've been waiting for that game for five years. It's one of those games that it, it used to have a different name. It was called, uh, fuck. I just read this like a day ago too and I already forgot, but it, they changed the name to Tunic, but it was announced in 2017, I think. Oh. And it was one of those games you would hear about yeah. every like three years. It was like, this game looks really cool. Dead Silence. There's a new trailer. Like, oh yeah, I remember that game. And then Dead Silence. And then on the uh, Xbox Indie Showcase, they said, here's yes. that game you remember and it's out now on Game Pass. I feel like I started at PAX like years ago. Yeah. But show. Uh, it. I bought it on Steam because I want to play my Steam Deck, but it is a Game Pass game, so you can get it for free on Game Pass. If you're a subscriber. It is on my install list. Yeah. yeah a lot of people are talking about... Um, what's that fucking game name? Uh, the, it just came on Game Pass. I'm talking about... <laughs> a game that... Uh, Par- Paradise Killer. Oh, yeah, Paradise Killer. Yeah, Paradise Killer is a game I played like two years ago, and nobody talked about it then. And then all of a sudden, like last week, everybody was talking about Paradise Killer. Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> How did that blow up all of a sudden? But what yeah, apparently it's on, it, it, it just released on Game Pass. It's a lot like Danganronpa, if you're a fan of that. Oh. I've heard of it. It's a, uh, it's, it's pretty much a investigative, um... Murder mystery? Yeah, oh, okay. a mur- there's a murder mystery, and you That's are good. a. I forget the story. It's very bizarre, but it looks very uh, synth wavy. Yep. Hmm. That that kind of art style. Uh, you, you play in first person mode. You try to solve a mystery, but every uh, what's it's a story so weird. It's like you're this elite cult or something where you live forever, but you were imprisoned, and they let you out of being indef- uh, internally imprisoned to solve this mystery because apparently you're some like hotshot investigator and you have to go find why one of the cult leaders was murdered even though everybody there is a monster and you don't really care why they were killed but you gotta figure it anyway to get yourself out of the prison it's so weird but it's a really cool game it sounds cool but it sounds odd it, was yeah. very, it's, it has a baller it, soundtrack it sounds like it, it it requires a certain taste yeah you know, if you if you like that whole uh, well, it's on Game Pass, so it's nothing. Oh, but I don't you can have Game Pass. Get Game Pass, you fucking nerd. Yeah, I know, I know I should get Game Pass. You can uh, totally use a VPN and totally get yourself three years for very cheap if uh, you know what you're doing. And I say it's worth it. It really is. Just to play most of those games day I one think, before then. I think you can get on GOG even. It should be cheap. I might even have a key on it in one of my humble packages. I can check for you later. Yeah, that sounds like an interesting game. I'd like to try that out, I think. Yeah. It came out the, it came out the same year, I think. Uh, as, um... What's that weird... game where you play as a cop? The isometric you one. It's an RPG. Oh, but you I don't, don't do any combat in it. 
Um, stop this with the police? No. No, that very weird one that came out. E-cop? No, no, no. You're thinking the complete wrong thing here. <laughs> Fucking hell. If anybody's listening to this, I don't know how you're listening to this podcast, but if you are, I'm sorry, because I know this is an obvious game, and I it's blanking. You know what? Uh, if you're listening the one to that this, was... I'm glad you're here. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, the one that came out and they had like some voice acting that came out later again as the deluxe edition had complete voice acting. It came out on the Switch oh, like a year Indigo ago. Prophecy. Indigo Prophecy? That's a That's a fucking no, uh, David Cage Prophecy. game. Oh my god, no. I just had a complete blank. No. Let's talk about Indigo Prophecy. You play that game? Oh my god. That game goes off the fucking rails. Do you, you ever play that game? No. It's cool easier. Disco Elysium, thank you. I think it came out the same year as Disco Elysium, and it was kind of yeah. overshadowed by that. If not, like a year later, but... Yeah. Two games you should play, Disco Elysium list. and Indigo Prophecy. God damn it, I, my brain's not I have owned, I've owned Disco Elysium since, like, the launch day, and I have never played it. So good. It was It was at the point where it was like, I, I hear this patch is coming out, and they're going to all these voice acting and all this extra stuff. I'll wait for that. And then that happened, and I'm like, eh, I got all these other games to play. So I still haven't gone back to play it, but it seems like a game I'd like a lot. I'm on my second playthrough, but every time I start, I'm like, you should go beat a game you've already you want to go beat. I'm like, yeah, he makes a good point. <laughs> like, voice acting isn't enough for me to go back to finish it. Like, a second time yet. Because it's basically the same game. They fixed a few things that made the story better. Cause, like, I don't okay. want to ruin it for people, because, like... Like me? The end, yeah, the ending was yeah. kind of wonky before they pre-patched it, because you're just like, why did I do certain things if it didn't... Like, do you know how certain RPGs... They make it feel like your choices make sense and then you get to the end of the game and like it doesn't almost feel like any of them made much sense yeah that's how like the original ending was until they patched it so that way it makes it almost feel like the choices that like i didn't feel completely ripped off but i was like oh okay i would have like approached things differently if i had known this instead of like it just didn't leave a good taste in my mouth but overall the game's great but i heard that that's what they patched out of it so that's why I'm, i want to go back to it Somebody just radar podcast. Um, <laughs> I guess not. I'm no, like, I might be yeah, uh, lose my mind. So I'm, I'm shaking an at... iced coffee. That possibly, yeah. I'm uh, looking at Game Pass of uh, recently added games, and they have Lightning Returns and Alice Madness Returns. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't know. That didn't. I was confused. Those are random fucking games they had. What is Lightning Returns? Final Fantasy 13 3. A very disappointing game. Most popular right now is Solitaire Collection. Yeah, because Grandma's got to play games too. Hell yeah. Nana's at the house. She wants to play Plants vs. Zombies and some Solitaire. Hell yeah. Uh, Go Nana. I think Go I Nana. said Synthwave. I meant Vaporwave. If you like that style, that's definitely a Paradise Killer motif. So if you oh, like no. anything like that style, go for it. You could have been trying to say Disco Elysium and Indigo Prophecy came out of your fucking brain. Okay, Indigo <laughs> Prophecy is a game where the game starts off as you're, you're a dude who yeah. is just just a guy who's out having a, a good old dinner or something at a diner. And then you get possessed. And when you're possessed, you are controlled to kill somebody. And then you gotta yep. find out why you're possessed and why you killed them. Pretty, it, it's a little out there, but it's kind of grounded. Yeah, but the last quarter of that game is like you fighting virtual reality space aliens, and it gets so fucking weird and bizarre that I love that game to like a unnecessarily uh, yeah. high extent. It is so stupid. I love it. 
That's why I like um, uh, Heavy Rain so much. Heavy Let's Rain just... did, not, did not go there, man. <laughs> no, Heavy Rain didn't go that way, but like when it started committing to the point that your character was like a whacked out detective who was looking for this like hyperactive drug where he couldn't do the detective work anymore and like towards the end of the game he has a blackout at one of the worst fucking possible moments i know you weren't fighting intergalactic shit but like that that game takes a turn too because it's like a straight up murder mystery and then you've got the coked out super <laughs> cop who doesn't know what the fuck's going on half the time i like the part in that when you're uh, you're doing the final like investigation part where you try to figure out the final clue and you're in like the little virtual reality thing and if you take too long you just fucking mine explodes and you just die <laughs> that game's all right that uh, i've never been so happy to watch someone go into a fucking car chipper <laughs> right. fucking game I'm not. It's it's not a good game, but it is. It no. is very, very special. Uh, and it's cheese. It's very camp. Crawling through glass and being like, man, I wish this game would stop. Any moment now. Uh, uh, so other news. Uh, Paradise Killer is on Game Pass. You check it out. Paradise Killer. Yeah. Um. Doo -doo -doo -doo. I do apologize. I have I've had a very bad sleep schedule, so I'm a little a little tired here. Hey man, we're all there. I've got kids. Tell me about I feel it. Ya. Let's see, Moss Two is a few weeks away. I was—that's a game that I want to go play. Speaking of cute animals, um, Moss is fantastic. You should go play that. The whole reason I want to get a VR headset, I think it is on the Oculus now. Not that's one of those games that I don't really think you need to play. Like your only option is to play it in VR, but it could work without it. But yeah, I guess that would kind of nerf its charm a bit. Oh, it's spiders. an isometric game, so you're you're not you're not looking in first person. You're just looking at a diorama almost. If you, if anybody's unfamiliar with the game Moss, you play as a cute little mouse in these little diorama-like scenes, and you guide the mouse through the uh, the map like a platformer. It's a platformer, slight yeah. action, very loose action game, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a VR game, but it because that it is, it, it makes the game work a lot better. Looks adorable. But yeah, the sequels. I'm, I'm surprised they're making a sequel. They must have made a decent amount of money. It was one of those early VR games that really took off. That got a lot of steam. It eventually got ported over and um, shipped with the PSVR. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think also, it was on the Oculus was... first and the VR came out and it was bundled with it. I have it on the PS4, so it must be how I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty stoked. I'll probably play through one and two because I heard it's a pretty short game. Which is like how five, most VR games are, yeah. So that's the game that made me realize the PSVR is fucking trash. Because <laughs> of how many chords? No, no I, like this is. I had an Oculus Rift, and then I played Moss on that, but then I played it again on the PS4, and the in the graphic fidelity on those screens is so much worse. I put on my Quest Two, and thirty seconds into it, I was like, "Wow, this is why I should have just." waited to upgrade my vr is vr really the future or is it just a flashy trend i feel like i wouldn't say neither it is yeah it's it somewhere is in between a, a hobby a niche yeah it's like a it's a hobbyist thing where it's going to stay around probably come up with things every so often but it's not going to be like people aren't going to be rushing out to buy the new vr game like they're going to buy buying elden ring or anything yeah i think it's like it's going to be a mainstream hobby thing for people who get into vr like they feel like, like everyone's missing it. 
us rhythm game fans who there, there's a handful of us. And we're very dedicated to our our shitty music games, but uh, there's not a lot of us, you know. But we still yeah. get in our 2DX in the arcade, so we're happy. <laughs> Are you kids playing your sound of Voltex? Ugh. I wish there was a like. I want to. Um, Beat Saber is really good, but I wish there was other um, VR games that. I would like good VR rhythm games. There's a few. There's the Konami one that I can never. The name of that game is so fucking generic. I can never remember what it's called. But it's uh, you can play three instruments in that one. You can play, a, I believe, a guitarist, a keyboardist, and a drummer. And that's pretty cool. So it has a good handful of Bimani songs if you're familiar with the library of, you know, the same 20 that songs around cool. everything. And it, yeah, like the drums are really cool. Like you just, you're, it's seated, you're sitting down, the, the drums uh, come at you nicely visualized so you can hit them. Cool. Yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah, it's solid. I like it a lot. Is it like playing shot. real drums with how they come at you, or is it more like Beat Sabery? Uh, I mean, it, it, they come down a lane and you can see the lane, but the drums oh, are in front. You, can, okay. you can play the drums all you want, but you got to hit the notes on key. So it's like Guitar Hero, and then you, you so you see the drums, right? But they like oh, you, you have physical notes. drums in front of you, and then the that the, the notes oh, are like um, silhouettes of the of the, the actual drum. So yeah, okay. like, oh, a symbol okay. will come at you, and when it lines up with the symbol that you have, you hit it on timing. You know things like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's called Beat Arena. If I want to, uh, that sounds take a guess. neat. Yeah, taking a search here, Beat Arena. That is the name of the game. Yes. I really wanted to like um, that gun game that Harmon. I'm like, I'm just a huge Harmonix fan, but I heard it just didn't flow right to play the way they want. That one's okay. I just I don't like it anywhere near as much as like Beat Saber. Audio something something aka, Audica maybe. <laughs> Some stupid name. Ah. Audica. Yes, you're right. Oh, is it really? Oh, shit. I took a stab in the dark there. What's a generic sounding audio name? Yeah, it was like Audica or A-U-D-I-C-A. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that game is okay. Uh, I, if you want a really fun one, it's um, Pistol Whip. That's a great one. It's not as much as a rhythm game as like you're playing songs and stuff. It's all you're running down a, a, a set path and then enemies will pop up and you kind of shoot your gun to the beat because it's all choreographed. So when you're supposed to be shooting is when a beak happens. And uh, it's very lenient on the aim. You just kind of kind of gesture in the right area and aim and shoot and you'll hit the guy. And then you uh, dodge bullets, shoot the guys to the rhythm. It's really cool. That one I recommend buying. Love my VR head. That was the one thing I did buy um, recently that I'm just stoked about. I really enjoy my quest. Yeah, I still have never played a multiplayer. Neither have I. Yeah, we talk about it, but I think it's... I think I mentioned the last episode that I got those two VR RPGs that are multiplayer. I have not loaded them up yet. <laughs> I will do that eventually. I got a cold this week, and I feel like using a cold in Oculus is a terrible idea. So I'm yeah, probably. Oh, I'm on my idea that. On my what seventh day out of my ten day work week, so I'm still uh still a little beat. Haven't had a lot of time. So you haven't been playing much Beat Saber, being beat. Oh man, I, I was on a streak where I was playing Beat Saber every day. I have a, the little uh, program installed that counts your calories and I'll inject it into your Google Fit. 
and I was doing so good with that. I was playing like 45 minutes a day, and then I haven't done it in like a week, and I feel like garbage. Ah, fuck work. Yep. <laughs> fuck getting old. Eh, I'm still, I'm still decently young. I got a, <laughs> a few good years yet. Shut up, you lucky son of a bitch. Uh, let's see. Other news. Do, 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 do. Overwatch beta 426. Yay, that's a month away. Don't care. Nope. Uh, new Resident <laughs> Evil show in July. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I I'm think they're doing their own thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. That last fun. CG show they put out was not very good at all. But this seems like a completely unrelated thing, so I'll watch that. Yeah, I'll give it a fun. shot, you know? Yeah. I love the new movie. The movie's fun. The new movie was great. It's not as good as the Mila Jokovic one. She didn't kick a dog in the face. She didn't have... <laughs> she didn't have superpowers. <laughs> not oh, enough man. lifting her cars with her brain. Did that, did that happen? I don't even remember that. I remember she Probably. threw a bike with her brain and like all of a sudden the desert lifted up with her. <laughs> and then it fell and then she was stuck without a bike. And I'm like, well, that's a stupid use of your power. Now you're going to have to walk. Those games did not... Uh... Those movies, I'm sorry. They did not uh, take longer to go off the rails completely. I wish they made a the Resident same... Evil movie the game. Wasn't that also the same guy that did the Monster Hunter movie? Yeah. But yeah. she also had Mila Jokovic. I have not seen that movie. Awful. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it Monster Hunter. Like it, was... it can't really think... tarnish my opinion of the series. So I think I don't me know, and Katie made it like 35 or 40 minutes into it. We're like, what is this movie? It was so bad. So yeah, so give it a watch. Why not? <laughs> yes. I'm sure you can quote unquote find it somewhere to watch it on the internet at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably streaming on something. Yes, yeah, most likely streaming. I, I, I on think something. it's a I don't think it's a high ticket movie. It did really well in China because they love our action movies. And then I there was a protest was, in China. I because think it was uh some, yeah, they made they made some like offhand racist, stupid terrible comment. Trip. Terrible comment. Yeah, I think it's funded by China, though. There's one of those Chinese yep. money money beasts where they have the one random scene where China saves the day. Because of Give how well World of Warcraft did. Oh, man, I love that movie. It's so good. Oh, it's called Warcraft, I think. Did you see that cut scene from the Avengers uh, that was Tony, Hawk, Tony Stark getting saved by that one random Chinese doctor they added in specifically for the Chinese market? Oh, my God, no. I forgot about it's, it, though. It's no. pretty great. Uh, yeah. So, what's going on? What's happening? What's what's the news? Um, that's really it. There was a Pokemon card that sold for a hundred thousand. That's Jeez not at all. No, not at all. Makes me bummed out. You, you uh, can't trust any of these prices. Don't don't even pay attention to it. Have that's you played Casey's mod, like, Tom? Are you talking about ins uh, Inscription? Yeah. Okay. If you've not played Inscription, I'm going to ruin it a bit for you here. Where okay. the game starts off as a. It looks like a old computer adventure game with very pixelated graphics you you're playing a card game that is very reminiscent of a very like light Yu-Gi-Oh. you're playing this game but in between rounds like it, it, you're talking to a guy who's pretty much acting like a dungeon master in a D&D &D campaign and he's kind of narrating your path and you're playing him each round and he keeps taking on different like personas as the enemies you're playing and while you're doing this in between rounds you can stand up walk around the room solve the puzzle and at the end of this there is an end to this this segment of the game 
where you beat this whole part and then again it changes to a completely different style game uh, where it kind of looks like the Pokemon trading card game with the Game Boy. And at that point is my opinion where the game is way worse. It goes yeah. from a pretty cool that initial beginning scene where you're just doing like the uh, the straight up card game with a little map. So what this mod does is pretty much it takes that very first segment of the game, makes it endless and does some tweaks to the gameplay. So it's uh you can do more things and it has more of a, like a a uh, rogue element to it. So if you're like like me who enjoyed the beginning of that game way more than the rest of it, then that's kind of what you want from it. They want the mod, or does the yeah. mod make it that? Okay. Because when you beat that segment of the game, you move on to that other part uh, of the game, and, uh, and the game is that game, and it's no longer what it was. It's the new yeah. thing, and then it changes again a third time. So this just is, this is just the first part of the game. And like that's what people want. Never going to play. It's it's totally a cool game, but it got way overhyped because it's meta, and I hate that shit so much. If you look at the files in your computer install directory, it says messages. Fuck that shit. It's it's a very okay game that got way overblown. Were you ever supposed to delete your save file? Because I heard people do that by accident. Uh, not that I've seen. Okay. <laughs> I heard that for you, but it's like somebody else's save file was already there. Oh. So what the, the second part of the game is you get to pick between these four different people who you want to become like the... You take their powers and they become like the lord of something or whatever. And it's as if somebody already did that and they picked that other guy and then you're playing the save file from that point on. So when when you go to the... When you beat it again, it like deletes the, the continue and then becomes new game. So that's Weird. probably what they're talking about. I'm not explaining it very well. It's, it's stupid meta bullshit, but that's probably what people are talking about. You don't manually delete your own save file. It's part of the gameplay. <laughs> it's a segment of the game. So bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I should try the game just so I can see what the whole Hufflepuff is about, but then... It's a totally solid game. I'd recommend giving it a shot. It is Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. Light with a lot of quirk in meta. So just basically turn off my brain for Bert, where everyone's saying it's like the best game ever, and it will be a fun game, but just understand that's really blown out of proportion. Yeah. Fair enough. Like most I think games. will eat the shit out of it because he likes that kind of meta shit. Mm, I'm, you know. I would say it's probably a Curvell's game just based on his game of the year. That that's not a, a spite, like a slight against you. You just had like every game. I was like, oh yeah, that game looks really cool, and it has like that weird niche hook to it that like would pull in. And I feel like you're the person who'd be able to give us an honest answer about how good the game is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah this is actually to... worth the hype. <laughs> or no, this is kind of garbage. <laughs> I don't know why people are thinking it's so cool. I told him to play it. He just didn't get around to. It. Yeah, it's on the list. It's on the back. I like, yeah, I feel like you're either gonna come in and be like, "Yeah, Tom, I can see what you're talking about," or be like, "I don't know, I'm kind of insulted. You thought that I'd like that." <laughs> as soon as I can put down Elden Ring, I'll I'll pick it up. You know, I just can't. I'm still chewing on Elden Ring so hard, like exploring the map all the way. You know, so barely moving into things that we're playing. Yeah. Elden Ring still for you? It's so good. We're we doing Cravels? Alright, go ahead. Do your Elden Ring talk. Yeah, dude. It, they patched it, patched, fixed some some really broken stuff, but a lot of the a lot of the PvP stuff's really unbalanced, so 
hoping for another balance patch soon. Didn't but, they just patch it? Yeah, but they they patched like the, there was a major problem. There was a bad interaction. There was a spell called Fire's Deadly Sin that erupts flame on the ground around the player and then ignites the player, ticking fire damage on anyone who gets close enough to the player and the player themselves. And you could combine that with a weapon that had a special ability that caused death blight buildup, and if your death blight bar builds up, you die instantly. And for some reason, if you combine these two things, your fire aura that would like it would just like instantly take up somebody's death blight. So you oh, would just geez. combine these two abilities and then just roll at someone, and they just instantly die. It sounds like a Souls game to me. Yeah, so, so they fixed that, and there was also an interaction that I was totally using because I thought it was silly and funny, where that same spell fires Deadly Sin. If you used that and burned yourself and then equipped a, a shield that had a spell reflectability, it would turn your shield into like a laser cannon. Like You could just spam the spell reflect, and it would, it would reflect your debuff as as a holy projectile and do like a buttload of damage is that what you were doing yeah yeah i was doing that i'm glad they fixed it like i'm not i'm not upset that it's no longer in the game i was i it was a bad interaction i was just cheesing it up while it was in the game you know uh, yes. and i didn't i was not really i didn't the the death blight one was like cruel like cruel and unusual the the shield Awful. one like was cheesy and goofy and and overpowered but like not evil <laughs> you know what i mean like it was nasty but not like really bad um but you know the the balance patch overall was okay fixed a bunch of issues that some players were having with uh connection and graphics but there's still there's still problems that there for both with like rendering and connection stuff so uh, another patch soon would be great from soft but like i i heard they they're not treating their workers very well but that's like par for the the games industry these days right like i heard some kind of rustling about but from software having some issues i had no idea what it was about and basically the grind. same thing yeah too much grind overworked mm -hmm. underpaid same thing you're hearing out of every other game studio i mean i i don't I'm disappointed to hear it, but I, it's, I feel like it's every every studio in the industry. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I feel like it's... I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. I think the, the problem's bigger than the games industry. Um, but, you know, whatever. Or the work Elden ethic. Ring, it's great. Culture kind of thing, yeah. I think it was probably inevitable or, like, impossible for them not to have... Um crunch at the end of Elden Ring though just because of like they're probably wanting and screaming saying like we need more time but oh never. yeah but the hype was so built up and they exactly. pushed it back like twice already and I like if they Honestly, pushed it back it, again like, it shipped oh. in a better state than Cyberpunk you know yeah it's, it's Cyberpunk alone hey I mean I was a hearing. big defender of Cyberpunk yep just, I mean, we got to be real though. It's it's a broken game. It's still broken. You see, people say that, but I really never had that much problem. I with had it. I had no issues. Like I had I've nothing had a break. Few, I've had a few glitches at different points, but nothing that was like 
game breaking or I, I understand that people did have these issues and i'm not going to say they didn't and they their yeah, complaints exactly. aren't valid but i had no problems with playing that game and i enjoyed it very much i had some problems playing cyberpunk but overall i had a good experience with it whereas elden ring i can't see a fucking thing so <laughs> i'm not <laughs> having any issues games. with elden ring but i i am i'm bearing witness to other people having a ton of issues with elden ring so yeah, my heart goes out to those who are having issues with the game, because I'm not. We appreciate it. I was having a lot of problems with the stuttering that I heard people talk about, but my I'm pretty sure my problem with the stuttering was something to do with my controller connection, where every time I would kind of have a hiccup in the connection, it would have a little bunch of stutter bursts while it reconnected. I think that's what, what was going on with that issue. Otherwise, I've been doing pretty well, pretty good with it, except for that... Uh, our more recent issue with the graphics not rendering at all. Which is funny because it works very well on my Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, I think that might just be that local data corruption you were seeing, but we'll find yeah. out later. I'll test it when this is over. Anything else you've been playing, buddy? Mm, Vampire Survivors keeping, keeping it platinum. They release a patch. I catch up, you know? Love that game. I have not caught up. I, I got go the back. new stage, but I didn't get the new items. Yep, same. So I, I got distracted that. by something. What was it? Cyberpunk. Yes. Nice. They, still they, uh... No, go ahead. I haven't loaded up the uh, PS5 version of Cyberpunk yet to see those uh, controller changes. I did want to try that. Yeah, I heard it changes it for the, the way the weapons go. Yeah. I heard it like really makes the weapons feel alive in that game and doesn't make it feel like they're just a generic shooter, but I never felt that way anyway. I don't know. I, I think people have impossible for, standards uh, on the game. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I heard that they also did some things like that for the PS4 version of The Witcher 3. They added a bunch of controller stuff to it. So I guess it seems like it's on, uh, just on par with what they do usually. When I played Cyberpunk, I did hacking, so I didn't really get messed with any of the gunplay because I was like, just, I would hack one person and it would kill like everyone because I had all these like infestation hacks. But I've been seeing some footage of like the combat since the patch, and it looks like they've really upped like the the melee combat. It looks like they've really like tuned it up a bunch, and uh, I am I am almost ready to dip my toes back into Cyberpunk. Really want to release some new content for the game. It will be yeah, hard for them to do cool. when they're still working on the fucking original content. So, <laughs> probably have a time to wait for that. Probably, yeah. I would love to see some more DLC besides just like we added new jeans. Yeah, it was you get a few more cars. I think I mentioned this last time we were on the podcast where I logged in and it had all these phone calls and text messages all come out at once because they added more quests to the line that I already completed. So I got all the extensions like right away. So that was funny to see. You're crazy. Yeah, I heard the same thing that um, and someone was playing it on the PS5. So when it came out of um, the PS5 started bursting out of their controller, they're just like, oh, fuck, is this like a glitch? And it was just a request happening at once because they hadn't logged back in in forever. Yeah. Because the stupid PS5 has the um, controller out of the... Uh, the what do you call it? Speaking Audio out of the controller. Yeah, I'm like that would freak me the fuck out. PS4 had that too. Yeah, I hated that. 
Yeah, it's not great. Especially when you're sitting in a room with a partner who doesn't want to hear your video games and the whole purpose of having headphones is so you can put them on and they're like, is that coming out of the controller? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. Remember we did it? Yep. 2,500 years ago? It, it'd be fine if you could disable it, right? Exactly. Can you? I mean, you probably can. No. I don't believe you. Uh, you couldn't in Astrobot. Well, Astrobot, the whole Astrobot is gimmicks of the game. The no, I mean, um, existing. I mean for the PS4, like when I was playing. Yeah, I know every Astrobot game has been a gimmick game to show you how something works in hardware. Yeah, so but that was for the VR headset. It, I thought they would just put it in the headset. Yeah. What can you do? Not include it. <laughs> yeah, but then it wouldn't be a it would be an Astrobot game if they didn't use every function of the console possible. It's so fucking annoying. Like a Kojima game. Yeah. He's working on something else now, isn't he? I hope so. I'm sick of Death Stranding. That was a terrible game. What an awful game, Mike. I've 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 heard mixed things about Death Stranding, and I I don't know if I want to shell out sixty dollars to test out mixed things about a game. Or you can get it way cheaper than sixty dollars nowadays. Yeah, probably. I haven't gotten the PC version because I have not convinced myself that it's uh, worth trying again. Having the PS4, I think even in the PS4 version you pay ten dollars and you get the PS5 version. But even then, I don't think I want the PS5 version. Game itself looks bad. I, I didn't I, I like just think of the point of it. Tedium the game. Walking with the crying baby, the game. Rad. Uh, how about you, Brett? What have you been playing, buddy? Um, I beat this game called Young Souls this week, um, which I thought was pretty rad. It was this action game that was similar to Castle Crashers. Uh, it's the story of a brother and sister who are trying to save their dad from a group of goblins who take over the Undercity, who are trying to take above ground, so it becomes political. and It was just a fun beat-em-up. And it, the storyline surprised me at the end. It was like 12 hours long. It's on Game Pass. Totally worth it. Little French studio. I think they're a little... Well, I'm just going to say that a little. It's a French studio. Um, just great, fantastic game all the way around. Hmm? 12-hour beat-em-up? Yeah. It's crazy. really good. I loved it. Um, I, I couldn't get enough of it. That was my game this week. Uh, going to go back to Elden Ring. Currently playing Final Fantasy VI. Um, the pixel remaster. Yeah, the pixel remaster. Um, really good, except for the fact that I can't change my background from the blue, and it doesn't let you change it. But overall, it is a really good remaster. The music's really great. Um, yeah, is I can't it, stop. Is it widescreen? Yes. Oh no, full screen. So it's sixteen by nine or four by three. I don't know which. What, what's that mean? One's widescreen and like like a monitor, or is it like an old CRT TV? Uh, monitor. So it's, it's widescreen. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I played that Chrono Trigger release on Steam, and that they did a terrible job with the widescreen on there, where tile sets don't match each other, so you have all these weird inconsistencies in tiles. Like this supposed to be trees. But they're not lined up correctly, so it looks like a bunch of weird jags and stuff. So, it looks really pretty. 
Yeah, this was a. I'm pretty sure they they redid all the all the sprites like from the ground up on these ones. So I would imagine they would account for all those kind of things. But yeah, I, so far, I'm, I'm hearing it has less content than the Game Boy Advance version, which is not a big deal because I think this had like an extra dungeon and a boss rush mode or something. But things I don't really care about. But I was more worried about the uh, fidelity of the graphics as opposed to just playing it again on the Super Nintendo. That's all they, like, everyone's mad because it's like, oh, they took out stuff from the Game Boy Advance version. I'm like, the Game Boy Advance literally added an extra dungeon. It's like, I don't want to pay for half a game that I, I'm like, you didn't get that from the Super was, Nintendo. I think there were some new espers too, but, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? It's Final Fantasy VI, one of the best Final Fantasies out there. It's half as, uh, it's half as good as double its number. Half as good as double its number? <laughs> What? It's not as good as 12. Oh. That's debatable. <laughs> Super debatable. Yeah. Uh, but those are the two I... games I'm playing. Um, I got this yesterday, or afternoon, so I've been playing this tonight, and I beat that Young Souls game, so I've been kind of like, what do I play now? And my kids have been home all week, so I don't want to play Elden Ring and lose my character, so I've been waiting for a time to rattle the house. You don't lose your character in Elden Ring. It's not insta give. Yeah. You 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 can you you continue on. You just may lose your experience points. Okay. Your 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 uh, experience points in reserve. Like you you stay as you are. You just might lose your your yeah, spendable you your... experience. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. not too bad then. I it's thought it was more. Yeah, it's not death and back to the beginning of the game. <laughs> then I will play with my kids around more often. Good to know. Like I would say, it's like in terms of being kid friendly, it's not the most of like a, a, like violent or you know questionable game out there. I not that I can that, think of anyway. That giant was kind of terrifying. The one that you could see the hole through. Yeah, I guess it's like body horror stuff. If uh, yeah, if you're kind of afraid of that stuff, yeah, that's a valid complaint. I think that was I mean, the same reason pitch. The Witcher was pretty bad too, because they had the first boss was like a discarded fetus, if I remember correctly. Yeah, a lot of the monsters are straight up scary in Elden Ring. Like, it's, it's just not—it's not really kid friendly. Maybe I'm just really uh, desensitized. Desensitized. Yeah, desensitized yeah. You're just like, I'll be the cool dad who you ready to watch some disembowelment and fucking Mortal Kombat. Let's go, little Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, I picked up his discarded penis and beat him to death with it. What? That's that's par for the course. Just what you do in these games. Do you know that area on the river though in Final Fantasy VI where you have Bane in with you, and he's uh, supposed to basically survive? It's the part with Ultros. Yeah. Well, there's these two enemies that are supposed to be able to use Meteor on you if the battle goes long, and I've had them do it on turn one twice so far on the river. Nice. It's like Baden has fallen. I'm like, on the, on, on the second encounter? Okay, sure. <laughs> quality square game. Quality that does 177 damage to your entire level 6 party. Yeah, we're all gonna fucking die, and that's not supposed to happen on that RNG meter, and it's happened... Fucking three battles. I'm like, okay. <laughs> How's the soundtrack? Really good. Full symphony. Master. Yeah, yeah, I really fucking dig it. Like that whole part where um, it's that game. Like the whole theory of where you're smiling when you listen to stuff again, and you get to that point where you're helping Tina, 
get taken uh, when she falls and gets saved by Locke and the Mogs, and that really nice burst symphonic music hits. It's just, yeah, it was rad. And Narsh is good, and that whole... Everything's good for it. Like, it sets it up for... For me, it's my fi favorite Final Fantasy game as a kid, because it was the one I had to earn to get on Honor Roll to get. Um, before that, it was Final Fantasy... What's it? 5 is 2, right? No, 4 is 2. Okay, so it was 4 was before that, and then I got 6. And 6 just blew my mind as a kid, and it's still my favorite one. So, yeah, this is just bringing me back. Mm-hmm. Like three and a half hours into it already. I'm at the river. Is that where you're at? Yeah. You're, uh, any other games you've been playing? Nope. That's really it. Uh, I've gone back. We played some Fortnite. End of the season. New season starts tomorrow. I'm stoked about that. We did some damage. Thank God, I'm so sick of this fucking Spider-Man. Me too. Thank God. I'm so goddamn sick of him. I'm <laughs> so tomorrow... Um. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, and Tiny Tina's Friday. So yeah, it's pretty... Like, this week is kind of slow until Tiny Tina comes out in Fortnite tomorrow, so I'll be is, plenty, plenty of busy. Is Tiny Tina just going to be like Borderlands, but not? Yes. It, it's pretty much the a sequel to the Borderlands 2 DLC? Was it 2? Yes, it was the... It's, the, it's basically the... Um, DLC, it's basically a full version of Bunkers and Badasses, which is Tiny Tina's um, dr like, like coping mechanism for Roland, Roland dying. So, Spoilers. Uh, it's been five years, fuck it. Um, it's, but yeah, it's, it's the Borderlands story, fuck it. They get to the, it basically takes place at the end of Borderlands 2, and they're sitting in a, um, like, the base base of it and tina's like rolling the dice and brick has his character and they're all and zero has his character or not not zero uh the guy with the raven and there's just like and then roland comes in they're like oh tina he's not coming back and they're just like and then he enters and then you basically play through tina's um variation of D D. and what they did was they made classes and there's gonna be swords and i think they added crossbows and stuff like that so I'm looking forward to it just because I really dug the DLC because it was narrated by Tina. And if you went off like path, she's like, and there was a giant boss that came and killed you. I thought it was more interesting than Borderlands 2 was-ish at times. So, and I have a tattoo of Claptrap, so that's my stance on where I like the Borderlands series. Okay. It's gonna be good stuff. Sounds like it might actually be good. I uh, I played one and two. I did not play the pre-sequel. I'll stream it Friday or whatever. I'll just is not very fun. For anyone who wants to see uh, it played, I will be buying it and st I'll stream it on Friday. So I imagine it's an Epic Store exclusive. I believe so. Yeah, it's the only place I'm seeing it. Okay, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the where uh, Gearbox. Oh is wait, days. no, it's not. Epic exclusive, uh, probably Epic exclusive, but I know it's being released on all the other platforms. And unlike the uh, previous ones where they didn't do um, crossplay, this one's going to be crossplay day one. Yeah, I think things have changed since three came out. I'm trying yeah. to think. Gearbox is owned by UK, is that right? Take two, two K. Yes. Is that right? Okay. There's been a lot of acquisitions as recent. They're not owned by Microsoft. I take it. The publisher is 2K. Okay. And Gearbox owns them. 
Gearbox still independently owned? I don't know. Yeah, I, Gear, I Randy Pitchford owns a lot of money because he owns a video studio now. So yeah, I think it's. I don't think they'll ever be bought out. Interesting. Randy has they a also, lot of money. He's too busy harassing people on the set of Borderlands, the movie. <laughs> he's like a lovely man. Do you like magic? Do I? How about other people's magic trick that I take and take it as my own? It's the real, the real trick, the grift. <laughs> and you can buy both editions on Epic. You got the forty-nine, the fifty-nine version, and then you got the chaotic great edition. I don't know. Want to be be straight with you here? I'm probably not going to buy that game. I know. Okay. I'll probably be beating it in I wasn't one sure sitting. You're expecting it. No, I'm playing it but probably it's... by myself in one sitting on a Friday. In chat by myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What have you been playing, Tom? Well, while you're playing Tiny Tina's Lovely Paradise, I'll probably be playing uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Hell yeah. That game came out. You it should stream some of that. Uh, I can do that. It is a wonderful, wonderful game, and I love every moment of it. It Are is you incredibly it? stupid. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. It's a Final Fantasy game, but it's like properly action. There's not been a Final Fantasy game that's just been straight up action that's been good. Yeah. It feels like 7 Remake is it's still like an ATB battle system. It's not truly action. But it feels like a cross between 15 and 7. Okay. And it it's it has a counter system. It has like a strong attack, basic attack. Uh, you can some things you can you can steal some attacks like projectiles or special attacks where if you time it right, like a parry move in a, uh, a Dark Souls game, you can take the power and then you can use it for a while. That's a really cool function. Oh, neat. And uh, you pretty much got. You're, you are Jack Garland, the the man who must destroy chaos. He really, really, really wants to kill chaos. And you got your two bro dudes going with you who have the dark crystals. And I haven't got that far into the story yet, but there's supposed... I mean, there's supposed to be four, and they have acknowledged there's supposed to be four heroes of light. But you're three people with black crystals, so like, well, that's weird. That's, that's not how things are supposed to be, but we're going to have to do what we got to do. So that's where I am in the story. But the cool thing about this game is that there's 15 different areas and each area is inspired by a Final Fantasy game. So Whoa. like there's yeah, like there's a Final Fantasy 7 area that's inspired by they'll have like areas from that game and there's ones, you know, from Final Fantasy 12 is Wraithwall's tomb is the is the uh, level inspired by that game. So that's a really cool thing. It's a big it's a big fan servicey thing. Yeah. And uh, it's ridiculous, like the most fucking stupid ass goddamn story, and I love every goddamn second of it. It is so Nomura. Everything about this game is great. Highly recommend it if you like stupid action games and Final Fantasy. Not on my list. Oh, yeah. It's like I've been curiously interested about, it, so I'm glad you're giving it a positive review. It has not been officially supported. It, it's an Epic Store exclusive, so it doesn't run through Steam to begin with. So I'm trying to get to work through the Heroic Launcher on Linux. And people have been able to do it. They have to throw in a code. But a fun thing about... Okay, so I got this thing called the Steam Deck, right? It's a little device that's pretty much a little computer that is based around a custom version of uh, Arch Linux that runs Steam. 
And on the on the get-go, it is a pretty much a new version of big picture mode. It's fully re redesigned and it has a bunch of features that are functioned specifically for the Steam Deck. Where it has things like uh, you know, like battery saving and like uh, optimized drivers and all these fun little things that are designed for the Steam Deck in mind. But it also has a desktop mode where you launch into a KDE desktop of Linux. And when you're on KDE Linux, there is no soft keyboard. Mind yeah. you, this is a handheld device with yeah. face buttons. So to, any, to do anything on this thing, either using a mouse, which is what your trackpad is. The Steam Deck has two trackpads on either side. So there's uh, one right below this, uh, each stick. And they're actually nice little trackpads. The only problem is it doesn't have enough gain. On, you can't fully go to the edge of the screens in one swipe. But aside from that, that is your control method. If you want to do anything that... I don't know if you ever used Linux, but there's a lot of uh, console control, CLI commands, typing in shit. And so if you want to do this, you got to pair a fucking keyboard to this goddamn handheld. And let me tell you, it's not great. It's not a great experience at all. So you're trying to do this shit. Yeah, that sounds terrible. So when you when you have a a argument to add to when you're adding a game for a custom command to start it to make the game work, this is not like run game in full screen mode. It is a fucking line of goddamn code you got to put in there. And it is a fucking hassle. So I've not gotten around to actually inserting it into the gamepad yet. But I do hope to get that game running on the Steam Deck because it'd be a pretty fun time. And it's very much geared towards controller anyway. So yeah. uh, I'll probably be doing that as of the podcast, to be honest with you. But uh, that game is great. I want to play it more. Have you tried to use the controller on the Steam Deck yet? Besides the one that's built onto it, like a Bluetooth one? No. No. Okay. I don't see why I would do that unless I was plugging into a screen. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone said maybe if you're laying in bed or something like that and you didn't feel like holding it above your head. What the fuck is the scenario there? I have am no I, idea. Am I installing an arm onto my bed frame that holds it above me? Like, what? what is the scenario here? That's what you should be doing. No, I'm not bed doing arms that. For, <laughs> Tom, quit the ATM business and go into bed arms for Steam Deck business. It has a, uh, a mini HDMI port built into the damn thing. So if I wanted to, I could plug it into that and uh, just put it to my TV. But I don't really see the reason to do that. Yeah. Uh, maybe at some point I'll give it a shot. I've been playing with uh, emulators on it. Uh, it's it's the same thing where a lot of the functions like the suspend mode where you just hit the power button and it goes to battery saving mode but keeps your game in suspend mode. So you power back up and play later that only works when you're on the steam mode so a lot of these emulators work on the desktop mode but getting the work in the actual steam mode you gotta add them as uh you know uh non-steam game and all that bullshit that goes along with it and, it, and when you load an emulator it loads the emulator and by default it sets it to be uh controlled only by the controller like there's no mouse anymore or anything they're supposed to be uh thumb pads so you gotta like manually change every input to be a mouse to load the fucking game Ew. and it's it just there's a lot of like tinkering you gotta do uh retroarch is available on steam natively now so that's oh, i mean cool. if you want to use if you want to use retroarch which i don't really like but i will use it in terms of ease if it makes things way easier i'll use it in yeah. this case it, it's way easier to use it so i do use it yeah uh yeah like i earlier i was playing uh, a switch game on here so things do work. It's it's a very highly compatible system. I played uh, a few full 
games of Tekken Tag 2 on the PS3 emulator worked great. Uh, some games obviously don't work. It's not the most powerful device on the planet, but it does a lot for what it is. It's it, what, 600 bucks this thing is? Yeah. Good for the price. Solid little... You, uh, you like it? Yeah, it's also fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty puts big. The, puts the Lynx 1 to shame. It is fucking big. And uh, it, but surprisingly light, like it's comfortable to hold, and the ergonomics are solid, and like the fucking flat slate the switch is. Um, screen is nice. It's not OLED, so it doesn't have that pop to it, but it is like a nice looking screen. I played a lot of uh, Circle of the Moon so far. That's my main test case for emulation, and that looks beautiful. Uh, so it's definitely good. I don't know if you want to spend six hundred and fifty bucks for a thing just to play old Game Boy Advance games, but this is definitely a great device to do that. It sounds like not a bad way to do it. And I played a bunch of uh, games on my Steam library. I got a uh, uh, what's that game? Labyrinth of Defran, um, Defane, Defrain, something, whatever that fucking weeboo ass dungeon crawler is. Yep. Uh, that's that's a fun time. That works on it. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of things that I just to see if they work. The only game I so far that I've installed on this that doesn't work at all is Persona Five uh, Scramble, whatever the fuck it's called in the U.S. Weird. The, uh, oh, Strikers. Strikers, yeah. Strikers, that that will pull up a screen. It has the little, the little loading icon that it just puts right back into the Steam Deck uh, main screen. So, of all games that played, that is the one that has not worked. Not bad though, so far for a thing that's only been out what two weeks, not even. I got it on Tuesday, so I've only had it for about three, four days. Do you see yourself using it long term, or do you think it's just going to be like, eh, it's cool? Uh, right now. If I'm downstairs where where Brie wants to just chill on the couch and she watches her stupid TV show, I'll probably just throw it on. Yeah. And I also have it, like, the, the charger is next to my... It's on my nightstand in bed. So I'll be in bed and I'll play some uh, some Castlevania or something on there. But I, I, I haven't... I played Elden Ring on it for a while. It runs. I don't think it's a great experience. I really prefer that game with the full... Uh, the full frame rate I get on my desktop and it also looks it's just a smaller screen so some games are not really I like I want a big screen you know and so that's gonna be a case for some of these things did it run loud when you played um, Elden? um it has some fan in there and it does pick up but I wouldn't say it's like distracting yeah I'm pretty sure it has a 3.5 inch yep it does 3.5 inch jack and it also has bluetooth so you can plug in a headset that way it also has a single use yeah, as a single USB-C port on there, so you can plug in uh, anything you want. For, like if you have a wired headset, or you can plug in a a dock, like a dongle to plug for more. Ports. Yeah, I was gonna say I found a hub that you can go get for like thirty bucks now for them. For, yeah. I already have one for my uh, for my Switch. It's the same thing. A USB-C, you know, it has like an Ethernet jack and a USB-A ports on there. It's around somewhere. I haven't had any reason to use it yet. It would just suck so much if all of a sudden you're just like, I need to turn this thing all the way up so I can hear over the fan. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had that problem yet. But overall, I mean, it, it runs games at like medium. It, it'll probably work for the next five years, probably cool. running probably low at the worst case scenario, probably solid. It's also like, you know, there's always going to be indie games. There's always going to be like the B-class yeah. games where they're always exactly. going to be fun running those things. Maybe It's the only problem is when you get the things. It doesn't do anti-cheat for a lot of games. You can't play Fortnite. You can't play Siege, which yeah. is like they say they're working on it and they say they're not and they say they are. Who fucking knows? So if you're I wouldn't want to play fucking like League of Legends or Siege in this fucking thing anyway. I think yeah. that's a bad use case scenario for this. I don't think like 
you want your you want your good controls and your good connection for that stuff. I want to play like uh, Tekken maybe or like Tiny Tina or something that's like multiplayer where you don't give a fuck. But like when it comes to something with precision, you're going to be like pissed if you're losing the controls. Yeah. Yeah. Overall solid device. I'm I'm, like I was on the fence of like, should I sell this? I don't think I'm going to use it that much, but I I think I'm going to keep it. I think there's enough here where I'll probably have a lot of fun with it. Plus, it's it's still like in a early phases there's a lot of things planned for it the cool thing they announced that's not out yet that games need to be baked in with this feature built in but uh, what they're saying is that if you're playing a game and you're like all right fuck this i want to go my desktop you can just suspend the game and you go to your desktop you continue directly from where you left off on your deck and that'll be a really cool feature i thought i was going to sell it but now that gabe was going to be like five going on six in the he's turning five in may and now he plays a lot of Fortnite, and he does not give a shit if I'm in the middle of a video game. I'm like, hey, can I have five minutes? He's like, I want to play. I'm like, I don't want to be that dad who's just like, no. At least with the Steam Deck, I could just like go move onto the couch or whatever and be like, yeah, man, go play Fortnite. And not be like, you know, give dad ten more minutes. Dad used to play his shows. <laughs> you give him his little boy Switch and you send him on his way. Yeah, but I don't want to make my kid play Switch. That's borderline child abuse. Tell me about it. Like, here. I'd much rather go give him an N64 than be like... Hey, hey, hey. Okay, it's, okay. It's things you can't that's, take back. That's true, I do love him. <laughs> Play Beetle Adventure Racing. We keep saying that's a good game. Because that's, that's all we all, got. That's all you get. You enjoy the fucking pod racer. <laughs> it's all pod <laughs> racer. You're never playing... Fun. <laughs> you come in first place on these three you never see a goddamn Fortnite again you little shit dash rendar is the best star wars character and you fucking know it you say you like shadows of the empire you fucking say it i do dad i don't know what any of this means <laughs> stop waking me up at two in the morning <laughs> yeah that's what i've been playing uh i was playing something else but i played it on what the f- yeah, we'll some blast cores. <laughs> Fucking 1080 Fucking snowboarding. <laughs> I did. I did get that in a Shredder's game, but I haven't played I it too. yet. It's on my. I was gonna probably play it tonight once we jumped off. Yeah, I was playing some indie game, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. I'm completely blanking on it. And the question is, where was I playing it? Because I have no idea. It could be on one of a hundred goddamn services I have on this computer. Is it on my GOG? Is it on my fucking Epic Store? Who knows. I uninstalled everything on my computer, so I know I've played like four games this week. Yeah, I I bought Gran Turismo Seven on launch day. It got here, and I'm like, I don't want to bring my wheel downstairs. And I am still, <laughs> I still haven't done it yet. I'm gonna play a shit ton of that, but I have just I just haven't done it yet. That's amazing. Yeah, I love myself some Gran Turismo. So we could say update, we could say review in progress. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Cool. You know, you know me and my uh, my dedication to the format. Hell we yeah! So many reviews up. <laughs> you know, we do so many stuff. Hey, we we did this in a week, so directly a week from the last time we did one. So there we go. I've had such little amount of time as of recent. I uh, I updated yesterday's podcast. I uploaded it yesterday. That made me laugh. Yeah, but it still says it was uploaded on the fourteenth because I put a timestamp on recording. Well, people are none the wiser. Yeah. People look back and think, "Oh, these guys are pretty cons- consistent on their uploads, huh?" 
We'll be pretty good. We'll get there. This is episode 15. Next week will be 16. You know. I think I think Cravel's cried. I think he fell asleep. Yeah, I think he's gone. Cravel's? He's, he's, he's done, dude. I think, uh, I think like this podcast, I think we're, uh, I think we could stick a fork in it, huh? <laughs> so, I, I um, thanks about, guys. I, I talked about Alex too last week, right? With, with yeah. the Billy and everything? Yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. That's great. Great game. Well, I that's think, all I can say. Uh, it's a great game. Duke, I think fell asleep. So for tiny dynamite, um, thanks guys for coming by. We'll, talk more next week uh again i was brett that was tom Curvels is probably passed out of his desk because it's twelve nineteen, which is way past his bedtime which thanks again for even joining us buddy and we hope to see you guys next week here at digital deliberation bye how about we get really into battlefield 2042 oh god all right we're gonna start it now this is what hell look like. Next week's podcast is just 100% us talking about our experience with Battlefield that 2042. Well, we talk about the season finale of Bel Air. Oh, is it already the season finale coming up? Oh, I feel like we're getting close. We're getting close. I gotta really catch close. up. Gotta I'm catch up, buddy. Gotta get a fuck. Dude, that last episode was fire. I gotta watch it. It's so fucking right. good. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>